0: to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Over the next hour, you'll hear what's going on
1: in the sports world from a Christian's perspective. Now, here's your host, Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Great to have you in with us. One hour of faith, family, and sports. We're excited that you're joining us tonight right here from our Boone Studios back from our trip to uh, New Jersey and Cape uh, Cape May, New Jersey, beautiful, beautiful, uh, historical ocean town. And uh, if you've never been to the Cape of New Jersey, you are missing out on something. And uh, boy, just had an incredible uh, few days there. Had an opportunity to speak at a great church, um, the Lighthouse Church in uh, Cape May. New Jersey, on the southernmost point of the Cape there. Weather was tremendous. Um, great church. We had a wonderful time at a men's breakfast with over 100 men represented. I had a chance to preach three times for Father's Day weekend, which was fabulous. Met a lot of new friends up there. And uh, just want to thank everybody uh, who made my wife and I welcome um, and we had a great time, stayed over a couple of extra days and hung out at the beach uh, on the Jersey Shore, a uh, beautiful ocean view, and had the opportunity, my wife and I don't get that chance very often, to spend a few days just with ourselves. And I um, want to thank Pastor Rudy Shepnick. want to thank the men's ministry group up there. And uh, I just met so many nice people. And, um, you know, some people have kind of a predisposed um, view of northerners and of new york and new jersey now i've been to new york new york city and Newark, new jersey and to the city um and you guys out there that listen to our program that are from that area will know what i'm talking about uh, a couple years ago we were at super bowl 50 in new york and you know you get out on the streets and you walk around and uh, people don't make eye t- contact people don't speak with you um for the most part everybody keeps to themselves uh, it's not much of a door opening or uh, you know coming from the south where you know it's everybody's friendly for the most part talks to each other very verbal um so we kind of had an idea that even going to the coast that you know that's the way the people were and and I know that's a that's pretty generalizing but but that's what you hear uh, and that's our experience of being up there but Meeting the people of uh, Lighthouse Church and meeting so many people in restaurants and out on the beach and at our hotel. And people were just extremely friendly and great people. And even even the people in that area laugh about it, about the difference between the people there and uh, in New York or, or New York City. Uh, so it was, really a, it was really an incredible trip. And uh, the most important thing is, uh, you know, you know what we're all about at Sold Out Youth Ministries. We're all about using sports, music, and entertainment. And we used our program called Faith, Family, and Football and had an opportunity to engage over 100 men at the men's breakfast. And you know all about our Faith, Family, and Football program we do at the Super Bowl where we take NFL athletes and coaches from both teams, interview them, talk to them about their platforms and about who they are as Christians and as uh, athletes and uh who they are off the field, and uh, you know, you're, we've had the opportunity over the years to interview people like Kurt Warner and Reggie White and Drew Brees and Larry Fitzgerald and Tony Dungy and um, you know Aaron Rodgers, uh, Emmett Smith, um, Don Beebe. You just go down the line. We've just talked to so many, so many strong Christian role models in the NFL. So when we show our video, um, people are very surprised at you know, who these guys are and that they watch these guys on television. Of course, the NFL is the, you know, the most popular sport in America by far and a worldwide sport. So people are very surprised when they hear the testimonies and they hear the the stories, the faith-based stories of these incredible NFL athletes and coaches. So we showed our film and um, I gave my father's day message and testimony. And, you know, it talked a lot about my life in terms of what God's done for me and, and, course our relationship with our television show and American Family and our school program and just all the things that we do for youth and family through Sold Out Youth Ministries and that God has worked so many great things through it. And we had an opportunity, as I always do when I go anywhere, uh, to share my testimony, to give the gospel presentation unashamed, aggressively, in the power of God's spirit, expecting great things to happen. And I want to give god all the glory and the time we were there we saw almost 20 decisions for the lord and many recommitments of their life and dedicating their life to god so it was a great spiritual time but also a great time of rest and a great opportunity to enjoy the company of a lot of new friends so we thank you to everybody up in cape may new jersey and the lighthouse church for what was a great weekend and um you know, most of the time I'm watching television. I'm watching sports. Of course, my TiVo was working hard. We had a great sports week, obviously, with the Pittsburgh Penguins winning the uh, Stanley Cup championship, and and uh, shockingly, um, I don't think anybody saw it coming. The Golden State Warriors rushed out to a three-one lead on the on the LeBron James Cleveland Cavaliers, and. Uh, It's never happened in the history of the NBA that a team has come back from a 3-1 deficit, and in this case, having to win two of those games on the opponent's home floor, Oracle, where the Golden State Warriors have only lost two games the whole regular season. Um, Well, congratulations to LeBron James, who in Game 5, after being down 3-1 and losing at home, uh, pretty convincingly to a Golden State Warriors team that looked like they were ready to close it out in Game 5, Kyrie Irving, point guard for the Cavaliers, 41 points. LeBron James, 41 points. But let me put an asterisk by that because that had not been going on in the first four games until Draymond Green was suspended for game five because of an altercation with LeBron James. And it really wasn't the altercation. It was his reputation throughout the playoffs of being one technical foul or or one flagrant from missing a game. And, He made the mistake of tussling with LeBron James after the game was already decided in Game 4 in Cleveland. Draymond Green, the guy who's kind of the emotional leader for the Warriors, defensive stalwart, the guy who uh, really does it all. He had a triple-double in Game 7. But unfortunately, uh, Andrew Bogut, their center hurt in Game 5. Draymond Green not able to to play. Uh, What happened is it opened up the middle of the floor and LeBron James went to town. 41 points for him, 41 points for Kyrie Irving. And then game six in Cleveland, all the momentum. LeBron lights it up for another 41. Then in game seven, which is a crapshoot. Everybody felt like the Warriors could, could win it, but the Warriors looked tired. Uh, but you got to give credit to LeBron James. An incredible block of Andre Iguodala when Golden State could have taken the lead with less than four minutes to play denying him with one of the most incredible blocks in NBA Finals history. LeBron goes on for a triple-double, 27-11-11, and 11, just explodes in Game 5, 6, and 7, and the Cavaliers win it 93-89. to 89, And uh, the Warriors looked like they were running out of gas uh, in the final moments, final 10 minutes of, of Game 7. But you figured that home crowd could get them through Uneven performance, an uneven performance in the finals by Stephen Curry. One a six in the fourth quarter, Game 7. Had a wide open look, and normally those go down. When the game was tied at 89, Golden State did a great job, toughened up on defense, held four, five straight times down the court, denied Cleveland, but could not make a basket themselves. And that opened the door for Kyrie Irving to hit a dagger three with about 50 seconds to play that ended the game. But uh, what a Game 7 it was, and... As you know, over four decades since a Cleveland team has won a sports championship, it's been since Jim Brown and the Cleveland Browns back in the 60s. So the city of Cleveland, after losing last year, LeBron James, what a great story. Comes back from Miami to his home state of Ohio uh, to deliver a championship for the Cavaliers. And um, he proves that he's one of the greatest players of all time and one of the great series of all time. Last year he carried him to help him even stay in it in Game 6. So uh, congratulations again to the Cavaliers. What a series. And for Curry and for the Golden State Warriors, 93-7, the best regular season record. It's back to the drawing board. No one will remember them as the greatest team ever when you don't win the final game. So a disappointing finish to an incredible season for them as well. When we come back, more on Sold Out Sports Talk.
0: Hi, this is Hunter Smith, hunter for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and Super Bowl champion for the Indianapolis Colts. You're listening to sold-out sports talk with the original RG3.
1: Yeah, our good buddy Hunter Smith, former Indianapolis Colts Super Bowl champion. Now with the Hunter Smith Band, if you want to find out more, boy, they're traveling all over the country. They're in Indianapolis, outside Indianapolis. Sometime I saw this weekend, just go to huntersmithband.com. That's huntersmithband.com. Check it out. Go out and see them because they are a lot of fun to watch. And Hunter does such a great job with uh, youth ministry and family ministry and has made such an impact with his platform, being a former NFL Super Bowl champion punter with the Indianapolis Colts and, of course, former Notre Dame Fighting Irish uh, so huntersmithband.com if you want to go out and see them play. And uh, they're a lot of fun and have, have really gotten a lot of publicity here in the last four to five months. They're actually opening for some country western acts. So uh, a lot of hard work on their part over the over the past few years has paid off. So really appreciate all that Hunter's doing with his ministry and their band out there. And um, coming up, of course, in the next segment, um, Adaptive training center we talked about that with katie Ulander, winter olympic skeleton athlete uh in dallas a few weeks back katie gives her time and works out uh part-time during the year at the adaptive training center and she's working with a young lady who's a uh, wheelchair athlete has incredible story vanessa can too will join us we'll talk to her and uh, katie and her have become very good friends as she has been working out there and gotten to know vanessa so We'll look forward to talking to Vanessa in the next segment right here on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Um, For information, you want to follow us a lot of different ways to do it, Um, streaming live at AFR.net. Over 150 stations nationwide. You can go to AFR.net, look up the station nearest you, or you can do it the way I do it, um, which is basically to get your cell phone, your smartphone, your Droid, your iPhone, iPad product. Go to AFR Talk in your applications, download free. And uh, you can listen to 24 hours a day, seven days a week, um, streaming at AFR Talk app uh, on American Family Radio. And um, believe me, you're missing out if you're not spending time on this station, because it is the place to come. If you want your Christian rights and Christian principles um, vocally said, as well as protection of our country, of our families, American family, the protector of the Christian family, and really of all families, uh, the Godly principles, the Constitution, and everything family. So uh, tune in here. Also, if you want to catch up with me at Sold Out Youth Ministries, our ministry, which we'll tell you a little bit later how you can be involved with our ministry and be a team member of this incredible movement, uh, reaching youth and family for the Lord across our world, Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3, our fan page. Um, sold out on Facebook, which is our school character program. Also, you can catch me on Twitter at Roman Gabriel 3, on Instagram at Roman Gabriel 3, and sold out. Uh, you can go to our Vimeo page, which has over 160 videos for your junior high, high school, and college students. A whole bunch of cool stuff from athletes, coaches, Uh, people from the world of entertainment, sports, and music, talking to your students about character, about life skills, about preparation for success, um, and about alcohol abstinence and drug abstinence. And, um, you know, I was with a youth pastor we were talking about earlier on um, up in Cape May uh, at uh, the Lighthouse Church, and, you know, we were just talking about how, you know, a lot of times Christian parents can make the mistake of thinking, that just because their son or daughter um, professes God goes to church, goes to youth group, that there isn't drug or alcohol use there. And over the years, as I've gotten to know youth pastors, as I've gotten to know recreation pastors, it's a problem. Um, You know, Christians make mistakes. Christians make poor decisions just like anybody else. So be very vigilant with your teenagers about talking to them about alcohol abstinence and drug abstinence, talking to them about what to do in difficult situations, being engaged in who their friends are, being engaged on their social networking sites through their smartphone and computer. Um, These days as parents, we've got to be extremely vigilant, just as we do if we're coaches or teachers, um, because there are so many ways uh, for young people to get in trouble if they don't have any kind of accountability and they're spending too much time by themselves, which Unfortunately, in the day and age we're living in happens a lot because both parents have to work or guardians have to work and kids are left because of programs that are cut at public schools like character and life skills programs, extracurricular activities, sports programs. Uh, Many of these kids don't have an outlet. That's why it's so important uh, that we be um, encouraging our young people and our children to exercise putting them in situations where they're accountable to other adults and making sure that we're engaged in every part of their life. And mom and dad, that is a difficult task when you're busy, when you're working, when you're seven days a week trying to take care of those youngsters and trying to provide for them, Uh, but we just have no other choice. As Christian parents, uh, we have to do everything we can to raise up our kids today with biblical principles, life skills, and in God's word which is the only way that we're going to keep them straight in a world that has strayed so far from God. Um, and as you know, we've got an election coming up. If we're Christians, uh, we've got to support uh, the nominee, and I'm going to support uh, in every way I can in praying for and for doing everything I can to pray for Donald Trump and also for his safety. As last week, uh, his life was threatened at a Las Vegas event um, we have two, two choices in this election, and I just don't see how we're going to go forward if we have another four years of, of Barack Obama and what he has brought to the table in terms of his policies and the liberal policies and the anti-Christian policies that we've lived with for the eight, last eight years. So I'm going to support our nominee, pray for him, and I'm glad that he is surrounding himself with a long, strong Christian's, I listen to American Family Radio as well, and um, I uh, I listened to Tim Wildman yesterday, and um, he had the blessing and privilege with a thousand other Christian pastors and leaders to meet with Donald Trump in New York. I wish I could have been there for that. I saw uh, Donald Trump uh, in Raleigh at one of his rallies back in November when nobody gave him a chance, when nobody you know when the when the thing was just starting. Uh, but it was very interesting to hear Tim's take. Uh, and other pastors takes, and I know Franklin Graham who lives here, who has Samaritan's Purse, who goes to our church when he is in town here, uh, here in Boone has, uh, said the same thing, which is we need to pray for him and pray for his campaign and pray for the people who surround him. And, you know, when you have people like Mike Huckabee and the doctor and others that are surrounding him that love God, uh, we can only hope and pray that, uh, they, they will rub off on him and his decisions and the things that he does. But, um, um. I don't want my kids and grandkids to uh, grow up in a country that's godless, and I don't want them to grow up in a country where they don't have the same opportunities that I had growing up. And um, thats I've talked very little about politics on this program, but um, I'm going to make it very clear that uh, uh, I am going to support uh, our nominee and support uh, conservative principles and uh, an anti-God, and anti uh Christian principles are not the way we need to continue to go. So be praying for him and be praying for his safety and be praying for the people that surround him. Pray for our country uh, because our country needs a change. Um, All of us, whether it's in your pocketbook or whether it's in the protection of our lives, in the safety of our country, in the biblical principles, the Constitution, Supreme Court justices, we can go on and on and on. Bottom line is we need conservatism back. We need Somebody who cares about Christians or cares about Christian principles or will protect Christian principles because we are the one religion or the one uh, group that isn't protected right now. Um, We go stretch our hands out and we bend over backwards for others, but Christians right now are criticized at every corner. And uh, so we need to be vigilant in our faith. We need to live our life in such a way that people see Christ, and we need to live our life in such a way that we make a difference in others' lives. And in my little corner of the world, which is Faith, Family, and Sports, which is highlighting you know, the number one thing that people spend money and time on in our country, which is sports and entertainment, using that platform to reach out to youth and family, getting uh, men and women of integrity, of Christian faith, who happen to be great at what they do as athletes, entertainers, musicians, corporate business people, um, Christian leaders, we want to put those role models out there, and we want to support them in giving them a platform on this radio show, through our television show, through our different social sites, through our websites at soldouttv.com and fspn.net, the Face Sports Programming Network. Um, we want to give you and your family positive role models that lead a life worthy of God. Not perfect, but people who live a life committed to living that out for the Lord and being excellent in everything that they do. So we're glad to do that, glad to bring uh, examples of those people. And, of course, we have another one, and Vanessa Cantu, who will be with us, uh, who works out at the Adaptive Training Center in Dallas, Texas. She's a um, I, She'll tell us more about it, but a, a wheelchair athlete and good friends with a friend of this program, Katie Ulander, winner Olympic athlete and uh, um, incredible young lady in, in her own right who met Vanessa through working out at the Adaptive Training Center uh, for uh, our wounded warriors, for those that are handicapped, those who are trying to recover. And um, you follow me on this program Uh, a few months ago. I was in in, uh, Camp Lejeune, had the opportunity to visit the Wounded Warriors Center, rehabilitative center that's brand new in Jacksonville, North Carolina, the largest Marine training base on the East Coast, and was blown away and emotionally blessed in many ways. Just uh, such an incredible opportunity to meet and see these people that have stood for our country, that have stood for American values, and that have put their life on the line uh, for all of us. So uh, always an incredible opportunity. Uh, if you missed our show, uh, some of you are out dates. you got kids that have programs. You miss us on Saturday night. Make sure you tune in at AFR.net to our podcast page at sold out sports talk. Um, you can see the last 10 programs, uh, interviews from this program, no commercials, about 38 minutes, 40 minutes long. So it doesn't take much time out of your day. But if you have friends that love sports, you have friends who want to be encouraged. If you want to have friends that are built up, send them to American family radio center to sold out sports talk, eight Oh six Eastern seven Oh six central every Saturday night. And, uh, when we come back, uh, Looking forward to a visit with a cross cross-training athlete, adaptive wheelchair. Vanessa Cantu will join us when we come back on Sold Out Sports Talk. Of course, we'll get you set up for your sports weekend. The second half of it, talk a little more about some of the big sports things going on. Stay with us right here on American Family Radio. Sold Out Sports Talk.
0: This is Hannah Andruski, author of Living the Invisible Disability. This book is my story and my journey. You're listening to *Soul Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel on American Family Radio.
1: Back to sold-out sports talk on AFR Talk. Great to be back with you. Of course, that was my friend Hannah and Dusty, and of course her uh, preacher and uh, both of them evangelists. Uh, John and Hannah have Five Minute Church, which is an app you can find on iTunes and Apple TV. That um, you can also find FSPN, our Face Sports Programming Network. We're kind of a sports arm for them. We launched that at Super Bowl, and that's the number five M-I-N Church, five-minute church. It's an incredible ministry tool and a great encouragement for Christians all over the place, as well as non-Christians. You can use that uh, for those that maybe you invite to church or invite to Sunday school or you invite to something like that, and they will never come, but for this really cool app, uh, they talk about life, life principles, life problems, solving problems, difficulties, they basically just take on the real world. Um, call 5-Minute Church, 5, the number, M-I-N-Church. So uh, join Hannah and John, our good friends, and check out FSPN, our Face sports network, on 5-Minute Church on your Apple application through your iTunes, or you can check it out on Apple TV. So we're really happy to be involved with 5-Minute Church and, and everything that they have to offer um, out there and great people and john and hannah really appreciate them um, my guest vanessa cantu um, must have got caught up in her workout um, she's an incredible story we hope to get her back on um, she, uh, she jesus has just uh, one of those life-changing um, stories that that impacts us all and she's also become a wheelchair athlete which we'll talk to her about so uh, we'll see if we can't get her on down the road here, um, but I'm going to fill in today. Something came across me at the break. Um, you know, last week was Father's Day, and uh, had a great Father's Day. My my two, I was in Cape May, New Jersey, as we talked about before, but had an opportunity to encourage a lot of dads, and a lot of uh, stepfathers, and a lot of husbands uh, at our faith family and football event on Saturday before Father's Day Sunday. And um, I thought about an interview that I did at Super Bowl 50 this year with Coach Tony Dungy, and you know all about AllProDad.com, AllProDads, um, incredible organization that encourages fathers to be everything they can be as dads, husbands, and in their community. Uh, but I talked to him about AllProDads and also talked to him about the impact that sports and entertainment has on our culture, and that's what our program is all about, sold-out sports talk and um, he also talked about FSPN and talked about our Face sports network at fspn.net and the um, incredible impact that sports can have um, in the lives of fathers, um, also through their encouragement and their participation with their sons and daughters in the sports that they play. And, of course, moms can access this as well, but um, it's a really cool organization um, that provides a website that has so many great tools and so much cool stuff um, called All Pro Dad. And of course, Tony Dungy's being inducted into the Hall of Fame coming up in July at Canton, uh, where they will play the first pro football game to kick off the season and uh, well deserved Super Bowl champion of Super Bowl 41. But Coach Dungy and his impact have gone so much farther than football in the lives of so many through his platform uh, as a former Super Bowl player with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Super Bowl coach, and now with NBC Sports and uh, NBC Football on Sunday nights. Uh, he does such a great job, and All-Pro Dad is a big part of what he loves to do. So we're going to uh, let you hear from Tony Dungy about All-Pro Dads as well as about FSPN, our FACE Sports Network. I think you'll really enjoy it. I um, want to thank so many people who helped us put this show together. Uh, Adam Suddeth, our producer. We want to thank Tim Wildman, the president of American Family Association, and Jim Stanley, AFR. Um, and so much that they do to help us do this program. Uh, but uh, we talked to Coach Tony Dungy, sat down with him at Super Bowl 50, and he's always gracious with his time, always incredible um, to talk to in terms of his life and the impact he's had on so many. And, of course, All Pro Dads is, uh, is one of the high-impact programs that he's had so much to do with. So uh, here's myself and Tony Dungy from Super Bowl 50. Welcome back to Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk, American Family Radio, exclusive Super Bowl coverage, Radio Row here in San Francisco for Super Bowl 50. I've got two gentlemen with me, one of them my favorite person in the world, I'll tell you what, Tony Dungy, former Indianapolis Colts Super Bowl champion, now with NBC, All Pro Dad, which we're going to talk about today, about the proud, hashtag Proud Dad program. Todd Simon with me from Hunter's Sausage, Hickory Smoked Pork. Um, I'm already smelling
0: this and ready to go, right? I mean, we are the Omaha Steaks guys right here. Omaha Steaks, oh, I love those. And you know, there's something about Omaha that keeps permeating the Super Bowl. Well, <laughs> you
1: guys must be paying Peyton a lot because he seems to like it, like he those Omaha like Steaks it's a lot. Incalculable. He never changed that audible coach. That's always I been. Know. I
0: know. When but do the steaks come?
1: <laughs> you know
0: what that'll be the next thing but yeah omaha has a few different meanings so he's he's stuck with it a long time well and and this year every time he says he calls an omaha play we're donating an extra thousand dollars to uh, all pro dad so that's guy, a lot of money he, okay yeah, so you know maybe you know. i will speak to him uh tonight then we need some audibles <laughs> Coach,
1: yesterday we were over at the Experience. Your friend, Coach Caldwell, dads and their sons, a great clinic for fathers and sons. It was an awesome day yesterday.
0: Yeah, uh, we actually did that in Detroit with the Lions before one of their Sunday night games, and Coach Caldwell is fantastic, but the program is great. Just getting men to come out, have fun with their kids, but encourage them and give them some information how they can be a better dad.
1: You know, All Pro Dads is exciting because... It really is something that fathers need greatly. And a lot of times fathers won't go for the help. Wives are a lot better than that, and you can ask mine. Uh, So tell me about the website at All Pro Dad, about the tools that are available to these guys.
0: Yeah, we we run across so many guys. I want to do well with my kids. I want to be the dad I need to be, but I didn't have that role model. How do I do it? go to allprodad.com. There's a lot of resources there. You can sign up. It doesn't cost you anything. You can get an email with what we call a play of the day. Just a 30-second tip. Here's a better way to connect with your kids today. Um, if you have specific questions, you can email them in. Uh, there, there's just a lot of things there that are, are helpful and the encouragement from from other guys. Hey, it is tough, and I do work long hours, but i um, We can still get this done. That's the big thing.
1: We're with Todd Simon and Coach Tony Dungy. uh, Hashtag Proud Dad. Tell me about that.
0: So what we're doing is uh, if you use social media over over the Super Bowl weekend, um, uh, use the hashtag Proud Dad. We're going to be pulling uh, random uh, posters, and we're going to be giving them T-bone steaks from Omaha Steaks. Awesome. And uh, we want to hear people's great stories about connecting with their dads, about kids connecting with their dads, about dads connecting with their kids. Uh, Omaha Steaks uh, is the official sponsor of Dads, so we're really proud to be partnering with All Pro Dads.
1: That is awesome. You know, Coach, years ago, uh, after you won your Super Bowl, we talked about what you wanted to do in the future, and you said, you know, this is where God has me now, but I have so many other plans that I want to accomplish. And. You know, our new network's called Faith, Family, and Football Network, and it's all about not so much what people did in the past, but what these great athletes and coaches are doing today with their platform. Tell me, give me a little book report of what's happened since then in your new life uh, and how you like it and, and, and the way it's affected you.
0: Well, the last 7 years I've been living in Tampa and uh, getting involved in some different charities and some different faith initiatives and it's been pretty awesome. I had the opportunity last week to speak to the Florida State Legislature at their they do a prayer breakfast which I didn't know. They do a prayer breakfast the last Wednesday of every month. I got to speak to that group about where faith should be in our government. I've been able to visit uh, some some prisons, some inmates. I actually our last broadcast for NBC uh, two weeks ago in the playoffs, I, I got to go to Sing Sing. They're starting a fatherhood program for those gentlemen. So doing some things like that, it, it's been pretty pretty awesome.
1: Tell me tell me about Peyton Manning this year. What a great opportunity to finish a career. Not many people get this opportunity. And of course, a tough time with injuries that really slowed him down earlier in the year. But he, he really came back strong in the playoffs. Tell me about Peyton, not just on the field, but what you're going to miss about him, just what he's done for the NFL.
0: He has been a great spokesman for the NFL, and and whether he's going to retire after this game or not, we don't know. But, you know, 18 years, doing things the right way, he was such an icon in Indianapolis, and he used that to do some great things and to, to be a role model for so many kids, going out to Denver, doing the same thing. And probably the thing that touched me the most Yes, he got to come back and play. He, he led them to that win that, that secured home field advantage the last game of the regular season. You win two playoff games. Then after the the championship game they're talking about going to the Super Bowl and he's got his 4-year-old son Marshall on the podium with him. To me that was just that was kind of poetic justice.
1: Todd Simon Willis from Omaha Stakes uh, Hashtag Dad, allprodad.com, with uh, Coach Tony, Tony Dungy, final moments. Coach, I just want to ask you a question I ask a lot of athletes and coaches because we love being here because we love talking to, to guys about what their passion is, which is God, uh, the priority of faith, family, and football. Uh, what does faith, family, and football mean to Tony Dungy?
0: I grew up uh, in – got that faith established by my parents and that's the greatest gift you can have. I look back at my mom and dad and introducing me to Christ and setting the the bar for me and directing me in the right way. Uh, you, you can't replace that. So to take your family to football and then have your team become that whether you're a player, whether you're a coach, but establishing that faith aspect with your group of players that has been tremendous as well. So to me, that that's what it should be all about, uh, taking your faith, taking your family, and making football a part of it, not the other way around where football is the most important thing and then try to work faith and family in when you can, getting your priorities right.
1: Before I let you go, we just opened the Faith Sports Network. We're very excited about it. You know that we've worked on this for many years of, of a network that would – reach people with stories yep. of faith, family, and sports from you know, high-impact women and men and across the sports spectrum. Uh, would you look into that camera and would you tell people why a network like this is important and why they should pay attention? Yes, yeah,
0: sports is such a big part of our culture, and we can come to people in so many ways through sports. If we use it the right way for the Lord, it can be fantastic. If it's used the wrong way, it can take us down. So I think having a network like this that can show people and encourage people how to use sports in the right way to honor God and honor Christ is so important.
1: Tony Dungy, hey, we need to tell dads, absolutely no excuses, no explanations, right? Amen,
0: Amen. no excuses, no explanations.
1: That's right, hashtag proud dad, Todd, let's just do this now. Let's open up that hunters and get after it. Let's right, Omaha Steaks. All involved with All-Pro Dad. Todd, thanks for your support of All-Pro Dad and everything you're doing. Thank you. Appreciate you, guys. God bless you.
0: This is Bill Rosinski, play-by-play voice for college football on ESPN Radio. You're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman
1: Gabriel III. on sold-out sports talk on AFR Talk. Good buddy Bill Rosinski, former Carolina Panther, Atlanta Falcons, play-by-play, now uh, doing it on the golf uh, network out there, uh, working for DirecTV and um, walking the fairways. And uh, he had a knee replacement, so uh, wishing him well. Last time I talked to him, he said things are going very well and that his knee's recovering, and he's going to be back. Um, this week they're at Congressional for Tiger Woods Tournament and I think next week at Firestone in Ohio for a World Golf Championship. So Bill will be back walking the fairways with guys like Roy McIlroy and Jordan Spieth and the rest of those guys. And speaking of golf, uh, congratulations to our local guy, um, Coastal Carolina University down by Myrtle Beach, which is about two and a half hours from where we're here on the western part of North Carolina in Boone. Congratulations to Dustin Johnson who finally gets that uh, elusive first major, Uh, maybe the longest, straightest driver on the tour, great athlete is what they've called him in the past, Mary Dwayne Gretzky's uh, daughter, Paulina Gretzky, or or engaged to her. Uh, But Dustin Johnson's come close many times. Um, Last year being probably the the toughest one to swallow, Uh, Jordan Spieth, the current reigning U.S. Open champion coming into this year. But uh, if you remember last year, an agonizing three-point three putt at 18 for Dustin Johnson cost him the U.S. Open trophy. So to come back a year later at a traditionally one of the great championship golf courses uh, of all time, Oakmont, place where Jack Nicklaus has won, a uh, place where Johnny Miller has won, um, many great names have conquered. Up in Pennsylvania, Dustin Johnson outlasts the field, uh, drives it straight and long, and uh, plays it even par on the back nine, which is a very difficult course. Really gave a lot of guys struggles. There weren't many guys over under par in this tournament. So um, many people think this is going to be the open door that people have been talking about to vault Dustin Johnson into you know, that stratosphere of winning a lot of majors because he has the game. He's worked very hard on his game, on his putting, on his short game, Uh, but this guy is a world-class athlete who can just kill the golf ball. I mean, it's just amazing to see how far. I think he averaged 314 yards a drive at Oakmont, and you got to remember how skinny it is in these U.S. Open championships. Of course, the the greens were ultra-slick, running about 14, and uh, almost another controversy – for Dustin Johnson is on hole number 5. He didn't ground his putter, but he was getting ready to address the ball and putt and his ball moved backwards. And unfortunately, the USGA did not make a decision about whether he would take a one stroke penalty until after the tournament was over. Explain that to me. I you know, I'm sure you've heard if you're a golf fan, all the details on the golf channel and all the reasons why and the vague rule book and you know a lot of players including Jordan Smith, Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods, others tweeted during the tournament what a travesty and a joke it was that they couldn't make a ruling right there on the spot for him. But the good news for Dustin is that he won by more than one stroke, so he eliminated the problem uh, and powered his way through to his first major championship. Uh, Also, some other Coastal Carolina news, and I know for you North Carolina people and South Carolina people here in the Carolinas, of course, that's why they call them the Carolina Panthers in the NFL, is they were smart enough to say, you know what, we'll do our off-season workout in South Carolina, and we'll have our stadium and our regular organization in Charlotte. Um, So it's a Carolinas team. Uh, But Coastal Carolina, uh, final four in the College World Series. Congratulations to them. Um, Arizona, of course, a perennial power in it. Oklahoma State involved, TCU involved. So uh, next weekend we'll find out. Uh, From the Final Four, we'll find out who your college world champion is. And really, for what people would normally call a a slow time in sports, this has really been pretty good the last couple weeks when you talk about the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins winning the Stanley Cup in six games, a seven-game series in the NBA, uh, a team for the first time ever coming back from a 3-1 deficit, Cleveland winning its first NBA championship, LeBron James coming back, storybook uh, setting and story. Also, you got NASCAR going on now. Just had the U.S. Open in Oakmont. you got the College World Ch- World uh, Series going on. You've got soccer going on. you got the Olympics getting ready to come on. Rio de Janeiro, South America coming up here in a few weeks, uh, which NBC will cover. So we've had a ton uh, of sports going on. Uh, you got Little League World Series coming up. Um, a lot of people love watching that. Um, just a uh, just a great time to be a sports fan, and then you have uh, the NBA draft that happened last night. Of course, no surprise. Uh, ben Simmons is the number one draft pick out of LSU. Freshman, played for one year, uh, but many equate him to a LeBron James type of guy who can pass, who can rebound, who can block shots, um, a facilitator of the basketball, a Magic Johnson type of guy. Uh, Brandon Ingram, the number two pick out of our one of our home ACC schools right here at Duke under Coach K, a a dagger 41% three-point shooter, a a kid who can block shots, who can guard just about anybody on the floor. Um, So those two guys are kind of the cream of crop of the NBA, not a big depth um, draft this year for the National Basketball Association. A lot of guys from overseas who we've never heard of, which continues to be the trend in the NBA. Uh, But it'll be really interesting to see. Um, people always predict, same thing in the NFL draft, you know, what kind of impact these guys will have. But you never know until about three or four years down the line after you've had a chance to see who they're playing with and give them a chance to uh, get acclimated to the NBA, what kind of player they can turn out to be. So, uh, they have all of these uh, analytic numbers about, you know, who has the best chance to be a bust, who has the best chance to be the best player. But uh, both these guys, Ben Simmons, LSU guy, Brandon Ingram, Duke, who goes number two to the Lakers, and, of course, uh, Ben Simmons, number one to the Philadelphia 76ers. And you'd hope at some point the 76ers have had way too many number one picks. You'd hope at some point that they're going to finally get better, make it to the playoffs. The Lakers, my team, who I grew up watching in Southern California, from the Jerry West Wilt Chamberlain days through the Magic Johnson Kareem days through the Kobe days. Uh, now, uh, Luke Walton, assistant coach for the Golden State Warriors, hired as the Lakers' new coach, young guy. So we'll see how Luke does in L.A. It's going to be a tough chore. They, Kobe leaving opens up a lot of money in the uh, salary cap, but they got a lot of young players. And um, shoot, this kid that they got, Brandon Ingram, he's only 18 years old. Uh, so he's got. Uh, uh, quite a ways to go uh, in, a, in a long career ahead of him, uh, kind of like LeBron James when he came out of school at 18. Uh, but it was an exciting NBA Finals. Uh, I felt disappointed, of course, for Steph Curry because I'm a big Steph Curry fan. Uh, but let me tell you the kind of guy Steph Curry is. I, I found this. on Steph Curry tweeted this yesterday on his tweet account, and there's a picture of him putting his finger in the air, as he always does when he shoots a 3 he He'll point up in the air giving God the glory. And he wrote on his uh, Twitter page at Stephan Curry 30 yesterday, Being a Christian athlete doesn't mean praying for your team to win. God doesn't give an edge to those who pray over those who don't. Hard work does that. Being a Christian athlete means competing for Christ in a way in which you always give your all for him and win or lose. You thank him for the ability and opportunity to play. It means giving all the glory to God, no matter the outcome, because you trust in God for your life. And I thought, man, what a, what a great paragraph from a class act. Um, they say that he, you know, his knees hurt worse than it was in the series, and that uh, they were really banging on him, and the referees were allowing a lot of physical play on both sides. Um, but give him credit, he stepped up. I saw the post game. It must have been extremely difficult. You go 93 and seven. You become the most prolific team in regular season history. You're looking for a back-to-back championship. You go up 3-1 after coming back on the Oklahoma City Thunder, down 3-1, and you get the job done um, and lose it in seven games with a chance to win at the end of the game at home. Uh, Tremendously disappointing for the Golden State Warriors, but that team is so much fun to watch. They're going to be around for a while. They're extremely young when you look at Draymond Green and Clay Thompson and Steph Curry and uh, Andre Iguodala. And, uh, just, just they're, they're so much fun to watch. They have so much fun playing the game. But I think the long season and going after the best record in the NBA and playing your starters, playing hard all the way to the last game of the regular season, and then uh, not having any sweeps in the playoffs, but having to work hard. Uh, seven games in the semifinal and then going seven games kind of banged up you know, with Steph Curry getting hurt the first two weeks of the playoffs and missing that. I just think the season took its toll, and um, LeBron James didn't give up. The Cleveland Cavaliers down 3-1, seized the opportunity, and they look like the fresher team the last three games of the series, and uh, hats off to the Cavaliers to have to go to uh, Golden State to win twice out of three games to a team that only lost twice the whole season at home. So, uh, that in itself is incredible. And then to become the only team down 3-1 to come back and win the NBA championship, uh, storybook. And uh, the Cleveland fans, of course, you gotta, you got to love them after the disappointments with the Cleveland Indians, the disappointments with the Cleveland Browns. Last year losing the finals, losing the finals before when LeBron was there in 2004 when they lost in four games to San Antonio. So congratulations again. Uh, exciting seven-game series. And you know Steph Curry and uh, the Golden State Warriors, they will be back. Shoot, I wouldn't be surprised to see these two teams in it again next year, although the Thunder are going to be a real challenge to Golden State uh, with everything that's going on, as good as they are. Um, we'll just see the moves that get made in the NBA. Of course, we've got NASCAR coming up this weekend. You've got tennis uh, almost on Wimbledon here pretty soon, too. Um, NBA draft was last night. Ben Simmons, number one pick out of LSU, goes to Philadelphia. And um, Brandon Ingram from Duke goes to my Lakers. So we'll see what happens with the Lakers, if they can bounce back. Uh, we also got a lot of soccer going on right now. College World Series happening this weekend. Golf, uh, Congressional Tiger sports Woods. Sports so God bless you. Have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. Talk. See you next week on Sold Out.
0: So this program are available at AFR.net. Thanks for listening, and join us again next week for Sold Out Sports Talk. Now I'm a sold out believer.